Right, so we're back for another uh, T1 Triathlon Podcast Bite Size. How's it going, Matt? Hi, it's going well. Uh, how are you? I'm good. We're going to cover off, very quickly, we're going to cover off uh, another... Is it a question? Yeah, is it? It's a question you got when you were at, at your swim training, right? Yeah, it's a question I got in the pool uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was uh, doing my laps and somebody asked me about, yeah, about pool etiquette and what's what they should be doing and what's normal. And it Indeed. kind of occurred to me that for cycling, when you start cycling, you'll probably, like, if, you, if you're training with a group, then they'll explain to you the kind of the etiquette of cycling in a group, right? What you what you need to call out, like how you move through, how you are, you know, all these different things. And there's, there's sort of some of that for the pool. If you've grown up swimming like swim squads, like I have, or you, you you, know, you go to a master's session, maybe you've picked some of that up. But most people, or especially triathletes, have come to swimming probably a little bit later. Yeah, they, they might not have sort of uh, realized some of these sort of things which are given almost, you know, they, they're just assumed amongst sort of more experienced yeah. swimmers. So I thought we could go through just a few of those and it might help people. And this applies as much to kind of swimming with a squad as much as like going to your local pool during lane swimming time and but swimming it must up be and different. down. It must be a bit different, say, with a squad. So, so there's different categories, right? You go swimming with your team in a squad with a master's, <laughs> team or then there's going to the public swimming pool when you're with another 20 people in the lane of which there's yeah. varying abilities and then there's the in between that might be it might be the swim gym here in Amsterdam for example which is yeah. not necessarily a squad but it's a bit less less busy and stuff so anyway yeah, but I mean technically speaking the same sort of etiquette should apply yeah I guess the, all the, these different things so it's sort of like it's, it's almost like the rules of driving in a pool yeah. if you want to think of it like yeah. that right talk us so, through it then well, so firstly, I want to like ask to see how well known this is. Do you know what the line underneath your lane is? There's always a line that runs beneath yeah. every lane in the pool. I can tell you what I thought it was for, and I can tell you how it's used, but you're going to probably tell me I'm wrong on both counts, right? I thought it was for when you're doing competition or swimming on your own, it keeps you in the centre of the lane, and then you know when you're getting to the end because you have the, the mark, I think a metre or something before the end, yeah. and then you have like five... You have three marks for a 25-meter pool, I think, there or thereabouts. Um, and then I thought, but the way it's used when I go to the swim gym, it shows you you're on the right side or not because you rotate. Um, but I'm guessing, it's, I'm guessing it's something completely different. No, 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 you've, you've nailed it. For competition swimming, it's exactly that. But for training, it kind of, as you, as you said, you'll notice it doesn't go all the way to the end. So when you swim laps in your pool, it's not up and down, up and down. You want to think of your pool as basically a really elongated oval. By that, what I mean is you go up one side of the lane rope and where you turn should be either the center of the pool or, or the, you know, the wall or even slightly to the other side so that you're kind of finishing the end of the circle. And what most people do is kind of swim in a direct straight line and then hit the wall directly in front and then they turn and then as they come off the wall, they're kind of swimming against almost for a yeah. moment, the people that are coming into them. So think of it as a little bit of an oval there and then you sort of, yeah, turning actually in the middle or even just beyond the middle. So yeah. that's tip kind of one I about have been etiquette. guilty of that i have been guilty of that i have to say and i've noticed that that i'm getting in the way because i'm stopping you know yeah. where, where, and then going again yeah okay and then it also is about predictability right so then as you come into the end of the lane if you're finishing your reps and your you, you know your swim and maybe the people behind you are you know, ahead of you behind you whatever they're doing something different you want to go either all the way to one well depending which way you're coming down the lane all the way to one side 
get out the way. Don't just stop in the middle of the wall. You want to either carry on, but you don't go across into the middle of the lane. You actually stay straight, but almost peel wide. Or you go across the lane, but you go really hard across the lane and go into that corner so that the person coming behind you, if they're coming through quickly and doing a tumble turn, you're out of their way. It's up to you to get out their way, not for them not to hit you. And then while we're on the subject of the line on the bottom, use it to position yourself in the pool. And you should swim pretty much up and down the lane ropes or the wall. So in theory, if you watch uh, good swimmers in the pool at once, uh, all at the same time, you should be able to fit four swimmers across the pool. So someone should be able to overtake you whilst in the other direction, somebody's over able to overtake somebody else coming against you. So in theory, four swimmers should be able to fit down there. So that's how far to the side you want to be keeping. That's yeah. I, I, I could not even imagine four people my size, four abreast in a swim side in a swim lane. But I assume that's because they're super pro swimmers and they're probably a bit smaller than me. Nah, I think it's possible. It's just yeah, <laughs> just about. Sort of, I mean, I'm not saying it's comfortable. I'm not saying it's like the easiest way to swim. But you know, you want to be keeping that way. And then, so the next one, when you're resting. You stay all the way to the side as well, just like we talked about when you stop. Um, get all the way, you know, if there's someone in one corner of your lane, then you get to the other corner. Keep the center of the lane free all the time. And then the big one, and this is the mistake that you see so many people making so often, and I'm not just saying this because it's really infuriating for kind of faster swimmers like me, but if you're a, let's say you're a swimmer in a lane with one or two other faster swimmers, and they're coming through to, or they're coming through towards the wall whilst you've been taking your rest and you're about to start again. I don't care if your coach or your set says you take 20 seconds rest. You don't have to go on the 20 seconds rest. You let the swimmer who's faster come through and do their turn and push off in front of you before you go. You don't push off just in front of somebody who's then going to have to overtake you. So always bear that in mind. I've seen this so much. It's like people are so dogmatic that, well, I have to go on the 20. So if it means I'm holding up three extremely fast swimmers, I'm going on the 20. It infuriates exactly. me to watch that. But I'm also going to say that it, it's not only on the sort of the slower swimmer, the faster swimmer as well. So if I'm taking my rest and I see sort of slower swimmers coming down the other way, I'm not, I might take 15 seconds instead of 20 seconds to get out in front of them instead of pushing off right behind them as well. So just be a little bit more flexible with your time and allow that sort of uh it'll allow everyone to swim a bit happier with less people overtaking less chance of getting pissed off with each other and uh just be thoughtful in that kind of way that you take your rest and if if you have to take 10 more seconds or five less seconds guess what it doesn't ruin your swim you're gonna be fine or just have common sense i think there's just a lack of common sense sometimes (laughs) the watch says 20 i gotta go (laughs) and is is that is that your uh is that your three four tips for success Yeah. yeah nice what do you think and then we'll finish of people swimming under someone. Is that cool? Or is it on? Is it off? Sometimes happens. And so I, I swim in a, a tri squad uh, on a Monday night and I'm in like the fastest lane, but I'm, I'm quite easily the fastest swimmer and like by a good, dis- good way. And sometimes what'll happen is because somebody hasn't turned all the way over to the side, I am about to sort of overtake them at the wall and I'm forced into turning all the way on my on the side right, of the, yeah. the lane instead of being able to get across them and then there's somebody coming at me from the opposite direction so I'll I'll push off really deep and swim under that person knowing that I can swim quite quickly underwater and I'll get out in front of the person that's swimming next to me if that makes sense so I'll, I'll use it as a kind of like it's my sort of emergency emergency escape kind of yeah. action but yeah that's the only time that I think it's something that you would do 
Do you think there's other people on another podcast saying, so dick move or not dick move? <laughs> I, I think it depends on your attitude, right? Because in my pool, I think they can tell, even though I may be sort of lapping people quite often and stuff, that I always... I'm always thoughtful about how I do it. And even if there's two or three people at the end of the pool uh, or in front of me about to turn, I'll just cut my lane a little bit or my length a little short and turn myself a couple of meters early to get out in front of them again, because I can see that it's going to be a kind of bit of a, a, a kind of bottleneck at the end of the pool. And so they can see that I'm doing it for the right reasons and I'm trying to stay away. And I'm basically, you know, I'm not just trying to charge through and expecting everyone to get out my way because I'm the fastest swimmer in the lane. So I think in that way you can get away with it and I think that's probably true for all these things if you show a bit of courtesy and you show that you're trying to everyone's trying to do their session right everyone's got equal right to be in the pool doing their session so if you all are thoughtful and courteous then everyone's going to have a much better swim all around so I think that's the approach to take okay well on that we're going to finish up with this bite size I think the next bite size we know is going to be about prepping mentally for a race getting deep yeah tune in for that one until then see you later bye